Hey, good evening, everybody. My name is Sean Kelly, and I want to welcome you into the night with me, Sean Kelly. We're on Tuesday nights, every time, every every Tuesday, uh, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. I'm also the co-host of Chasing Prophecy, you know, and we're on Tuesdays from 7 p.m. Eastern to 9 p.m. Eastern. I had, I had to get that right. Um, so how is everybody tonight? As you can see, I'm trying not to shake my, you know, I was leaning on my table here, so I was shaking. But how was everybody's New Year's? Um, did you have a nice New Year's Eve party? Hey, Tommy, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. How's the New Year treating you so far? Um, so far, so good, buddy. Um, it, it was a little rough in December because, you know, where I work at, you know, we had to deal with Christmas and the hams, and right after Christmas, we had to deal with the pork. But all in all, so far, so good. Um, I didn't make no resolutions. How about you, Tom? Did you make any resolutions? How about you? Or anybody out there, feel free, you know, to come in, watch the show, and then if you're in the chat room, just tell us if you made any resolutions. Um, so, yes, I was so happy to see January 1st, um, because it was a rough 2022 for me. And I think it was a pretty rough 2022 for everybody. Um, all kinds of stuff was happening, and... A lot of major changes that I really wasn't ready for, you know. And, uh, oh, there's that you know, so that's $1 into the bank. <laughs> that's $1. I'm, I'll keep track. But, um, yeah, it, it was a rough, rough year. And we had, and I don't know if you watched the show, Chasing Prophecy, you know, earlier today. Okay, uh, Tommy Miller says, I don't normally do resolutions, but I'm trying to commit to being less wasteful and make more things on my own. Ah, pretty interesting. I'm kind of like in the same boat, buddy. Um, as you all know, I did retire from paranormal investigating, and I did um, drop the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society group. And um, we're going to see what 2023 you know, comes around, um, and I'm, I'm going to see what happens. I mean, there's other avenues I want to go down. There's other things I want to do in my life. Don't get me wrong. I really did enjoy, you know, paranormal investigating. Oh, that's another dollar. And meeting people and helping people out all through the 17 years I had, you know, the group. And so, I'm kind of glad 2022 is gone. To be honest with you, Tommy, honest to God, I'm just glad it's gone. Hi, Holly, how are you doing? Uh, two more dollars for you, no? <laughs> I got it. I'm, I'm keeping tabs here, Holly. Oh, there's three dollars. <laughs> Pretty soon, I'm going to have to take that out of my vocabulary. But I seriously doubt that will happen. So, Holly, how was your New Year's and your Christmas? How, how, how did it go? Um, did you have a safe? Tommy, did you have a safe uh, New Year's Eve? 
and did you eat your pork on New Year's Day? About the pork, I, I got some stories to tell. I'll tell you what. I haven't cut so much pork in my life than this past week. It was crazy. And a lot of people bought it. And I'm like, this has never happened before. But they just kept coming in and coming in and coming in and buying and buying and buying. In fact, I worked on uh, New Year's Day and they were still buying the pork. And yeah, I did have my back ribs. Um, on New Year's Eve, I got done for work. But um, there was just too much pork. So... In, in the 22 years that I've been a meat cutter, 22, 23 years of, oh, Tommy says, I had a pretty fun New Year's Eve, just hung out with family and had a nice night. That's great. New Year's Eve, I was in bed at 9.30. 9.30, I was so darn tired. And then here's the crazy thing about me. But no pork, no, but no pork for me, haha. <laughs> Good, good person. Good. I mean, I, I can take it every now and then, but uh, it's just like mm, gross. And Holly says, I was by myself on Christmas, I'm sorry, which was a good Christmas for me. I went out with a friend for New Year's Eve, and yes, I made my pork and crow. Ah, there you go. God bless you. God bless you, Holly. Some pork is good. Now, what part of... That's a good question. Ask you guys if you want to answer it. What part of the pork do you like the most? Do you like a center-cut roast? Do you like pork chops? Do you like the, the shoulder roast? Personally, me, I like the shoulder roast. Because if you have um, pulled pork, you know, that there's another dog... I'm sorry, I'm going to end up paying 20 All right, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to just put 20 bucks in and whatever. Bacon is my favorite. Oh, of course. The butt's good. Good job. Good. I, I, that's good, Holly. I like the butt, too, because it's juicy. It's really, really juicy. And it makes for a good pulled pork sandwich. Now, I've named, I have seen people that would get, like, a center-cut pork roast. And tried to make pulled pork out of it, but it just doesn't, it's just not the same. But finally, the pork season is over with. Now, I don't mind hams, okay? And I don't mind making rib roast, you know, prime rib roast, because they're easy to do. But pork. So I'm just going to rage on here a little bit more about the pork, and then I'm just going to let the pork go. For me, and being in as a meat cutter, it takes me at least a month, month and a half, to come back to being normal again. Because, uh, oh, how am I enjoying your new... Oh, my God, how I forgot... Yeah, I love my new truck. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I got my truck. It's a 2023 Ford Maverick, and it's beautiful. 
and I love it. There is so much room in there, Holly, for the truck. I just walk right in, and it's really cool because when I was in, um, when I had a car all these years, I had to get down and stuff like that, and it, it, it just, it was real hard getting out of the car, but with this truck, um, my gosh, it's great. And the neatest feature on this truck, okay, is that at night or when it's dark, the high beams are on. And I do have those, um, uh, what are they called? The LED lights. But what's really cool about it is that when you have another car approach me, going the other way, they dim. The, the uh, high beams dim, which is pretty cool. So now I have to get a bed liner and I got to get, you know, like a cover for it. And the Alto Blue is beautiful. And, and if you really look at it, um, if you really, really look at it, it does look black. It looks like a black truck. But it really isn't because the way the sun shines it on it, you can actually see the blue in there. And that's what I love about it. But it's, it's mine. I earned that. I, that is my, like, retirement gift for me and and what i'm really excited about is that i'm going to be traveling and doing things i want to do with it i want to take it on the highway i want to go camping i want to go prospecting and i can do that now where i don't have to throw all my stuff in my car i can just throw it in the back of the truck and it's great but back to um me cutting pork and all those years it takes a while it takes a toll on you because pork blood is real white okay it, it's not like your cow blood pig blood is like a light pink color and it's really really sticky and when you cut a lot i i, I use gloves a long time ago i never used gloves to cut meat but now i do my hands get so cold that they, they, they turn purple because the pork is like really cold. And, and what's really crazy is that sometimes the pork comes in frozen. There's a good thing about that, but there's a bad thing about it. The good thing about it is it's real simple to cut on the, the bandsaw, but the bad part about it is your, your your hands just get really cold in fact after i get done you know cutting a couple pieces of pork i have to run my water on my hands under warm water in order you know just to get the blood back flowing but it's over looking forward to 2023 and see what happens and all i can do is just take it one day at a time so the show before on Chasing Prophecy, we had an astrologer on. And, you know, of course, I forgot the name, but he, he was really good. And I don't know, Holly, Tommy, did you see the show on Chasing Prophecy earlier? And he, and, of course, and he's pretty good. I mean, whenever he comes back on, I'll make sure to tell you guys, but he is very, very good. 
I mean, he has charts. He has all kinds of things. Yeah, Jeff Harmon. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're my secretary, Holly, okay? You're going to be my secretary if you want. If you want to, that'd be pretty cool. But uh, he was on. And, and if you watched it, Holly, what did you think of what he had to say? Tommy Miller says, no, I didn't get home in time to see it. Description sounded like it was a good show. It was a very good show. They had a lot of things to say. And the big thing that he said was 2023 is not going to be a, a good year. Because of the ley lines and Saturn and Pluto with Mercury, this and that. And I was like, dumbfounded. I'm like, okay. And then he started saying, you know, different words, different astrologies, different this, different that. And I was just like confused. So I was just sitting there, you know, reading the chat room. Holly said he was kind of hard to follow on some things. Yes, he was very hard to follow. Um, I had a problem with it. And I know, uh, I think Jen had a problem with it. But as he kept on talking and he kept on going, you know, down different avenues, you know, I kind of was like getting the gist of the situation. And the, the whole thing that I learned from it was that 2023 is going to be a bad year. There's going to be a lot of, and the psychic we had on two weeks ago, she claims that Russia and the United States are going to go at each other. So if this is supposed to be in the stars, just hold on to your, just buckle up your seatbelt, you know, and we'll see what happens. You know, it's, it's funny. That's one thing that I learned when I was in AA is that you can't, you really can't predict the future. I can't predict, I read, I read people. But I'm, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. In the past, past is a past. So God only knows if I will even wake up tomorrow. You know, was it written in my book that, okay, on what, January 5th, Sean's going to die? Was it written in my book when I was born or before I was born? And, and I hear that all the time from a lot of people that your life is mapped out for you even before you were born. What do you guys think of that? Holly, Tommy, anybody out there that would like to um, comment on that, that would be pretty cool. I would like to know what your opinions are on that. So as I hear a lot of people saying that, I'm thinking hmm, it's possible. But see, here's my question to that is, if it is possible and if it's true, who started that? I don't want to say, I can't say it's a rumor. But who started that saying that your life was written before you were born? Who? And where did he get his information from? That's the crazy thing about doing on UPRN Radio 105.3, you know, our, our radio show. 
is that people come on, guests come on, and they explain what's going on in their books and stuff that they're writing in about UFOs, about the aliens, about ghosts, about Bigfoot, whatever. And it seems like everybody tells the same story. And they have pictures and but my whole problem for the whole thing is where did they get their information from? Did they get it from people before them? Did they read it in a book? And say like the people where they got their information. We'll just say real simple. I'll put Holly. Holly comes on my show and she talks about ghosts. Okay. And she writes books and she's a ghost hunter and stuff like that very well known out there in the paranormal field and then i ask her well where did you get all your information from did you get it from experience or did you get it from somebody that you read or dealt with before and holly says well i really learned a lot from tommy miller okay so tommy miller wrote books and stuff like that that Holly followed, you know, and where did Tommy get his information from? So all that you have to look back, it's like you, I mean, you could go back to the early civil, you could possibly probably go back to Adam and Eve. And it's the stories, you know, that, that one game where you say something to a person and you tell them, and then they tell another person, and they tell another person, and then they tell another person. And by the time it, the answer gets back to you, it's all different. So can we go by that, saying that, okay, ghosts are real, and by the time it comes back to you, it says ghosts are unreal. It just amazes me how people can put input or write books and stuff like that to um, make other people think. There is one, I'm not going to mention her name, but there was this one psychic lady who was well known, and she was on the Montel Williams show. And people who ever watched Montel got to know who it would be but i was watching her show one morning and this guy stood up and this is on tv okay this is on tv and he says i'm sick what's going to happen to me and she looked at him on tv direct in the face and said to him you're going to die in a month well, who in the hell is who in the hell is she? Is she God? No. She charges outrageous prices for her readings. Totally outrageous. I wouldn't pay that much. But to come out on live TV and tell a dude that he's going to die in a month—that's freaking ridiculous. 
because she's not God. But what made her popular was that she wrote a lot of books. Okay, Tommy Miller says, I don't think our lives are predetermined. There is definitely free will. Otherwise, what is the point of all of it? Ah, pretty interesting. Can you go into that a little bit more? Can you can you you like uh, explain that a little bit more, Tommy? Um, that that sounds pretty cool. But okay, I understand it now. So if that's what you feel that we're you know that our lives are you don't think they are, that's okay. But it makes you think, doesn't it? It makes you think if so, if they are, if it isn't. Who knows? And I don't really believe that we'll ever find out if it is or not. But I want to get off this subject a little bit. I, I want to talk about the incident that happened at the football game with Tamar Hanlon from the Buffalo Bills. And before I go on to the what, you know, I'm putting my two cents on the thing. That's the reason why I asked. I was talking to my producer about it before the show came on and I was going to bring this up. And the reason why I was saying about our lives being predetermined. This is why I started to talk about it. Now I'm going to bring it up to why I did bring it up. Damar Hamlin, if you don't know what happened Monday night, he placed her to Buffalo Bills. And he made a tackle on the wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. But before I go on, I give I give all my prayers to the Hamlin family. And I pray, and, and I have been praying for the guy that everything works out okay for him and that he does get better. But I have to remember it's in God's hands. But I do feel sympathy for the family. And I do believe that the NFL got it right by not playing that game. Stopping it from there. And then what, what bugs me the most is that they're blaming Fauci. And they're also blaming that wide receiver. TT something. I, I don't know his name. But they're blaming him because that happened to him. And that's not true. So it really kind of pisses me off that there are people out there that want to blame other people for something that happened, which was a freak accident. So he's 24 years old. He's in perfect health. He's an athlete. And just starting his life. Now, from what I understand, when he took the hit into the chest, it, it was like, I guess when your heart beeps, there's a little millisecond where it doesn't beep. Well, he got hit hard there. And it sent some electrical waves that, that kind of messed him up. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. This is what I heard. 
and it's still kind of confusing to me. But in but what I'm trying to get up to here is was that supposed to happen in the book that was written before he had this accident? That's the whole reason behind this. Was it was it predetermined? I like that word, by the way, Tommy. Thanks. And it's sad. Two good people. Um, he he does something down at McKee's Rocks where I I don't know what the what what his uh, what he participates in or what he started down in the rocks, but my gosh. He's doing to help people. All the freaking good people out there, something happens to them. And all the bad people just walk away. Like nothing was happening. Like nothing happened. For a young 24-year-old kid, for that to happen, a perfect athlete. And now look at him. He's in he, he's in a hospital. It's sad. It really is sad. And I do pray for him, and I do pray for his family. And, you know, whoever you all believe out there who is watching or listening to this show tonight, whoever you believe in, whoever you have faith in, please send them a couple prayers. Send them a couple prayers and ask them to help them out. Because the family needs it, and he needs it. And that's where I'm at. That, that's where I'm at tonight. Is everything happening to us now is a reason that was written a long time ago. And again, let me see. Oh, okay. Okay, we got all kinds of stuff here. No, okay. Uh, I got a bunch here. No, the good get to home. No, the good get to home the rest of to keep the living here in purgatory. Huh. That's another question, Joe. Let me tell you about purgatory, and I'm sure I'm going to catch it from the priests, the ministers, and the Catholics, and whoever believes in purgatory. There, a long time ago, when I was starting out, I had a priest in my group, Father Joe. He had a parish down in Mont City. I don't, he's not around. I, mean, I think he passed away. So one day, we were on an investigation at a um, cemetery. We were sitting, sitting by the cars, and I asked him, I turned to him, and I said, Father Joe, is there a purgatory? And he looked at me and said, no, there isn't. And I was like taken aback. What do you mean there's no purgatory? And he told me and he explained that when you grew up and you were in school, in the Catholic school, the nuns and the priests always taught you that you will be in purgatory because you have sinned. 
blew me away. And I, and to be honest with you guys, I didn't believe him. I didn't believe him. You know, I said, you're full of crap. I could talk to him like that. And he said, Sean, there is no purgatory. It was taught to you to scare you into being a good Catholic person. Tommy Miller says, very sad situation. I just don't really believe that our story is already written for us. And we are just here to act it out. Ah, pretty interesting. Allison writing. Allison says, sending love from a fellow survivor. Thank you for the love, Allison. Thank you. This is great. Beautiful people on my show. There's beautiful people that come in and listen to my show. And that and that really sends a lot of like honest to Pete, look, my my goose, my spidey senses are kicking in. I got chills because I believe it. I believe the love that I get from every one of y'all. But back to the purgatory. I'm not going to dwell on it too much. Okay. It's what I was taught. And then a priest who was a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine. He um, told me that there's no such thing. So I'm caught between a rock and a hard place. It's what I was taught. But then again, there's somebody who is of the Catholic diet, you know, a Catholic priest saying there isn't. And then I went on to ask more questions about things that I was taught when I was raised, you know, growing up. Because I did 12 years of Catholic school. But I'm not going to get on, I'm not going to bring it up on this show. It was answers that I needed to hear for myself. And so I did research the answers that I got from him. And it made me think. Everything that was taught to me growing up in school. Is it real or not real? Is it real because they're trying to put the fear of God into me? And the last I remember for me that God is a loving and caring person. He's a loving and caring person. He took care of me. Okay, Allison says, we need to heal from these monstrosities. Neglect for being brave and speaking that. Thank you. Thank you. I just got tired of listening to everybody being lied to. I got tired of me being lied to. So there's a lot of things. And that's why I have a problem. And this is just me. This is not nobody else. I am not talking about nobody else. 
But there's a lot of things that were taught to me that were not true. To put the fear of God into me. And like I said before, God's a loving and caring God. He don't want to hurt people. But then again, there's that free will. You know, I choose to do something bad. I choose, we all choose to do something. You know, and when we decide to do that, then the consequences is on ourselves. You know. But it makes you think. It's like things that make you go, hmm. I don't know if anybody remember that song. But it makes thing you makes you want to think things through again. Now, I'm 60. I did my life, and I'm going to be starting a new one, I guess. But for me, I I really don't need to dwell on it. But I really do want to speak out about it. Because we weren't allowed to. We weren't allowed to talk about this stuff. We weren't allowed to have a voice back then. I remember during lunch doing um, the Stations of the Cross. Had school from 8 to noon and then had lunch. And then from 1 to 3 we had Stations of the Cross. Just to put the fear of God into us. But I'm not going to dwell on this anymore. I'm going to move on to something else. Because I, I, I want to make this a little bit happier. A little bit happier. And yes, I am going to be doing my animal card reading tonight. I draw three cards. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to see what comes up tonight. So what is everybody's plans for the New Year's? What Allison, Tommy, Holly, what are your plans for 2023? What um, things do you have planned out? I'm going gold prospecting. And you know what I'm going to do with my new truck? I am going to go out to Indiana and visit my son. I am going to do that. Oh, that's right. Here's what happened. So my my son started to drive from from Indiana to Pittsburgh on on Christmas Eve. And uh, what happened was, as he was driving, he just got out of Indianapolis and he saw three major car accidents. And he decided, I I'm not going to take that chance. So he turned around and he went back home, called my mom, and he said, I'm getting a plane, and I'm coming in Christmas. Ah, Holly says, uh, no goals for me. Just try to get through each day as best as I can. And Holly, that's, that's life in a nutshell, just like that, huh? And it's true. Do the best we can. Thank you for sharing that, Holly. And so this is how, I, you know, to me, where there is a little bit of help from, 
you know, the guy upstairs. Now, as you all know, that there are all these flights were canceled. Nobody could get home. No one could catch a plane. Something like that. And but he made it home and he said, I'm catching a plane. I made a plane reservations. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't think he's going to make it on Christmas. I prayed about it and I asked, you know what, God, whatever's whatever's going to happen, it's in your hands. So Christmas, he got his flight. He had to go into D.C. There was an hour layover and he got into Pittsburgh Christmas night around 5 p.m. And it was a miracle that he made it. I was so glad to see him. He was so glad my mom was to have dinner with him. In fact, he's a he's the first one that actually got to ride around in my new truck. So to me, if God was mean or if whoever you believe in is mean, then that wouldn't have happened. But he made sure that my son got home to his, you know, come home safely and that he could spend Christmas with his family. So I believe that God is good. I don't believe God is bad. Tommy Miller says, Tommy Miller says, I'm mostly just hoping to keep pushing closer toward achieving my goals and trying to have more fun and enjoy life more. Well, you know what, Tommy? I do believe that you are going to reach your goals. I know you, I mean, I just feel it. I just feel you are. But when you go attempt, when you go and get those goals, you got to be happy, man. Got to be happy. Yes, Holly, God is definitely good. Honest to goodness, he is. God is good. He's not mean. Not from what I was born. But Tommy, back to Tommy, I'm telling you, dude, you're going to get that goal. And you're going to come on the show. Well, you'll be watching the show. And you're going to say, hey, Sean, check it out, man. I made my goal. But here's the thing about that, Tom, reaching your goal. Okay? Once you get it, don't stop. Go further. Do not stop. Just keep going. I did all my goals, you know, when I started Pittsburgh Paranormal Society. I got everything. I investigated. And I was on TV. I had two two shows that I had. Those My goals are set. My goals are done with that. Now it's time for me to go on and do some more goals. And who knows? Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I uh, thank you, Tom. Tommy says thank you. I hope you're right. Never doubt yourself, Tommy. Never doubt. I was the biggest doubter in the world until one day I said, I can't doubt this no more. I'll be first to tell you that I'm a lazy bastard when it comes to trying to achieve something. Now, like when spring comes up, 
and this truck held me up because I, I'm going to go to the tractor company and I'm going to buy me like three of those uh, planter thingies where you stand up where you can plant uh, vegetables. And I'm going to plant some vegetables. I think about it every year. Every year. Good morning, Anna. Where are you, where are you from, Anna? Um, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But it's, every year I thought about, wow, you know, I go online and I read about how to grow potatoes, how to, you know, grow carrots, the holy trinity. What is it? Carrots, what? Carrots, onions, and celery. Something like that for the cook. They call it the holy trinity here. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. But when I attempt to do it, <laughs> Holly says, I've been meaning to join the procrastinators club. <laughs> I am one of the big ones. But this year, hon, it's going to be different for me. I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm just going to go and do it. Oh, what um, across the pond in Canada? Ah, okay. I'm growing pond. What 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 is that, hun? Um, across the pond in Canada. <laughs> okay. So Allison's from Canada. Thank you for watching. Um, is are, are they fruits? Pomegranates? What? I don't know. But good luck into your indoor planting. That's gonna be cool. So, potatoes. Oh, okay. Potatoes. Oh, I thank you. Thank you for the encouragement, Holly. I, I know I can do it. I know I can do it. And, and you know what? I am going to do it. I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm not. I'm just going to go out and do it. If any of my vegetables, you know, grow, they grow. If they don't, they don't. But that's okay. We'll see what happens. Oh, and definitely, definitely, when when the planting season starts again, and I do grow, you'll I'll definitely throw some pictures up on here. You know, and, and again, Allison, Holly, about Tommy, about being a procrastinator, right? Okay, I told you so many times. Oh, okay, we can do that. That's a question, guys. I'm going to ask you guys the answer. What should I grow? So I, tell me what vegetables you would like me to grow. And I'll get a, what is it? I will give it a go, like they say in England. I'll give it a go. But um, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I just feel totally different. I just feel a lot more relaxed. Whatever you like. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, Allison. <laughs> uh, definitely potatoes. Got to have my marsh. Got to have my potatoes. The mom, I'll, I'll plant mom some carrots and stuff like that. But pumpkins, okay, we can grow one. But I hear you need like a gigantic field to plant pumpkins. But that's okay. We'll figure it out. I always wanted to grow a watermelon. I planted one watermelon one time, watermelon seeds. And it grew. But nothing came out. Holly says, tomatoes, green beans, and garlic. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, everybody, Allison 
Allison, do you have a website that people can go to? Do you have a Facebook page that you can go to so people can contact you? Oh, and Allison, um, we bought a bag of seedless lemons. Have you ever heard of them? Anybody ever heard of them? They're seedless. They're like really cold. There's no seeds in them. <laughs> I like them. And, and, and they taste good. No, I work in a dangerous line of work. Okay. All righty. Well, I'll pray for you, Allison. You know, in your line of work. I'll pray for you. I'll send my angels to you. But, you know, it's 44 minutes into the show, and it's about six more minutes until the show ended. So what I want to do, and of course, I'm still learning how to do the cards. Okay. Okay. Um, Allison says, Allison Wrighton says, please contact me directly if anyone needs help growing food. You're welcome, hon. You're welcome. So... Everybody, I'm going to do my three-card deal again with, with the animal cards. And I got the book. I got the definitions. So what, what, what kind of, what, what, what should we read tonight? What? Okay. This is going to be, you know, Tommy, I'm going to do this for you. It's my Christmas present to you. And when I do these cards, I'm doing it for Tommy. But. It might pertain to somebody else. You know, whatever the cards come up with, you know, um, could be for Allison. It could be for Holly. It could be for Tommy. So I'm just going to pull through. Okay. All right. We'll see what happens. Okay. So I'm shuffling them, as you can tell. See, I'm shuffling, shuffling the cards. They are my medicine cards. It's an animal deck. And I'm going to cut it watch as I cut the deck. Okay. And I got to write these down. Okay. The first card I'm pulling is the butterfly. You see it? There's some pretty artwork on that. The butterfly. So I'm going to write the butterfly down. That's your past. Okay. The second card I'm pulling is the mouse, and that is your present. Look at that artwork. Ain't that sweet? The second one's the mouse. And the future, I guess, is the horse. See? The horse. And so what I'm going to do is look these up in the book and just see what they have to say. Um, okay, with the butterfly, this is your past. I'll find it. Okay. There's the butterfly. Do, 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 do. Okay. So, how's everybody doing? I hope, uh, you know, when it comes to watching your animals, that you kind of, okay. The butterfly, as you can tell, I'm going to read it from the book. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's a long one. But the butterfly in your past was a transformation, okay? Um, 
Okay. So the butterfly, now this is your past card. The butterfly can give clarity to your mental process. Help you organize the project you are undertaking. So Tommy, if you look at that, right, your past, you know, how you want to reach your goals. So the butterflies are to help you out. Okay. And assist you in finding the next step for your personal life and career. The main message to be attained from drawing this symbol is that you are ready to undergo some type of transformation to discern what your next move is. It's the butterfly. So that's your that that's your past, Tom, where you just told me that you were thinking of reaching your goals. Now, the the mouse that we pulled, which is your uh, future, not is the now. One of these days, I'm going to be able to pull these. I'm going to have to look in the book. So please bear with me. Um, okay, here we go. We got it. Okay, now this is funny, right? Okay, so in the past, Tommy, and anybody who's, you know, doing this, um, the butterfly to help you reach your goals and stuff like that. Now, this is your present. This is going to blow you away, dude. All right, the mouse. Scrutiny. <laughs> um, let's see what it says here. Oh, this is crazy. If mouse is in your card, it's medicine is telling you to scrutinize. Here it is, Tom. Look at yourself and others carefully. Maybe that big hunk of cheese is sitting on a trigger that will spring a deadly trap. Or maybe the cat is in the pantry waiting for you. Maybe someone to whom you have delegated authority, such as a doctor, a lawyer, or even a plumber. It's not doing the job faithfully. The message is just to see what is right before your eyes and to take action accordingly. Yes. This is so cool. It's like right on the money for you, Tommy. So on the money. And then the future card for you, Tom, is the horse. Which I have a feeling this means power. Do, 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 do. Horse is 177. There. <laughs> it's funny. Pulled it right out. That's crazy. So this is definitely for Tommy and for other people out there. Okay. Um, let's see what it has to say about you. Ooh. In understanding the power of force, you may see how to strive for a balanced medicine shield. True power is wisdom found in remembering your total journey. Wisdom comes from remembering pathways you have walked in other person's moccasins. Compassion, caring, teaching, loving, and sharing your gifts, talents, and abilities are the gateways to power. And that's it in a nutshell, Tom.
definitely in it. And that's for you. So it is in. Thank you, Allison. Thank you. It was a beautiful reading for Tom. And who else? Who else? It's not just for Tom. It's for whoever, you know, needed that reading. That's why I look at it. I pulled the three cards, and but it was directed at Tommy, but I'm sure it got attention from other people. But, everybody, it is the witching hour, and it's time for me to go. Thank you for, Tommy says, thank you for pulling the cards for me. Very cool artwork and great info. Well, just go with it, buddy, and see, see what happens. But like I told you, sir, you will reach that goal. I guarantee it. That's right, Allison, right. So, everybody, thank you for joining to my show, Into the Night, with Sean Kelly, on UPRN Radio 105.3. And we'll definitely be on. Good night, Polly. Have a good night. Thank you, Allison. Allison says, lovely to interact with you beautiful folks. Thank you, Allison, and we think you're beautiful, too. Thank you for the blessings. Um, so next week, who knows who what I'm going to do, <laughs> what I'm going to talk about. But I'll definitely be here at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central on UPRN Radio 105.3. And parents, go to your children, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them. And mean it when you say that. And children, please go to your parents and give them a hug and say, I love you. And really, really mean it. If there's somebody in your life that you cannot, no parents or no children, find somebody close to you and give them the hug. Because those three words, I love you, go a very, very long way. Makes the heart smell. Hi, Jess. Yes, we're definitely going to be talking tomorrow, okay? Um, I'll get in contact with you. And everybody, good night. Happy hunting. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Now we got to wait for Joe.